Welcome to Super Cool Radio. I'm your host, as always, Matthew Thomas, back with another interview. My guest this time is a two-man bass and drum band from my home state of Indiana. Please welcome Jupiter in July. Is that cold in here? (laughs) (laughs) Super cool. (laughs) That's right. Joining me at this time, we got Tom on bass and vocals and Bailey on drums. Thank you guys so much. Anytime. Anytime. Thank you. All right, let's kick this interview off with I think it's a fun question, and I'm going to put you guys on the spot a little bit. If you could pick one album that everyone should listen to in their lifetime, what would it be? Uh, Well, me personally, I I think the album I would pick would probably be Physical World by Death From Above, 1979. Um, that, that album means a lot to me. That's the reason why this band exists. Um, they're also a two-person band, bass and drums. Um, it's really inspired me to play the bass the way I play the bass. So, you know, I really like uh, Rock Meets Paper by Jupiter in July. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. That, I really heard with me, and uh, I just I really feel it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard there's a good one. I've, I've listened to it, so I I can uh, I can test to that. But uh, it, it's pretty interesting. You guys, you know, you're two, you're obviously a two man band, you know, bass and drums. So, um, like, how did you guys get started uh, as musicians? Um, I, I started playing. Um, I got my first guitar when I was in middle school. Um, my dad's a bass player, so I've just kind of played guitar and bass kind of lackadaisically um, my whole life. I played in some cover bands in high school, but didn't really take anything seriously until I was about 25 when I realized that I didn't really enjoy what I was doing. I just really wanted to pursue music. And so now we're here. Really, we were in a uh, Jimi Hendrix cover band together. And... uh, it was fun, but then we wanted to actually get some work done and figured we'd start doing some singles and it finally came out to a full album and I think it's worked out pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I think it definitely has. And it's kind of, it's interesting uh, dynamic, especially like doing a live show because they're going to do your two piece, you know, just based in drums. But I mean, you guys make it work very well. Oh, thank you. We're trying. Yeah, I'm trying. It's, it's always changing. It's always changing. Yeah, but I, I like it. You uh, threw in that last time I saw you was Smokestack. I think that was April or March or April. I don't exactly remember. I think it was April. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, you did Agent Orange cover, which I thought was pretty fun. And uh, oh. it sounded really good, too. Well, thank you. Uh, that's awesome that you know who it was. Some pe- that, That's hit or miss. You know, some people are like, is that your, your guys' song? I'm like, no, I wish. I wish. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm a huge Agent Orange fan. I'm like a huge, you know, uh, 80s punk fan. So like, I already, I already knew. Awesome, awesome. That 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 that's kind of the idea of the band. Is just kind of simple, fast, fun rock. You know, kind of more more uh, punk based, but just back to basics rock. You know, so that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. You guys definitely like, um, you know, as you said, it has a punk style to it. It's, it's aggressive. And you guys really like lay into the songs too, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Well, we try. <laughs> so so the the name Jupiter in July, um, so like, how'd you come up with that name? So we had been playing during like the winter of 2019. And then, of course, quarantine rolled around. So I guess we're just another quarantine band. But uh during it was Jupiter 14th is when it was Jupiter was it reached opposition of the sun with earth so as the sun was falling in the west it was Jupiter was rising in the east and uh it was just I don't know I thought Jupiter in July is when the most prominent time you could see Jupiter at that time I was like that sounds like a pretty kick-ass name and it just kind of stuck yeah, I, I like it. It's definitely like um, it's definitely it's it's cool. Plus, you got the cool logo to go along with it too. That's all him. He's he's the oh, artist. Yeah, I, I to be honest, I, I drew that on a scrap piece of paper in about ten minutes, and it's just stuck ever since. <laughs> it, it was just a one-off thing. I think I edited it on Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We, we we really we really put the effort in, you know. <laughs> you busted out Snapchat. I mean, that's that's uh, high quality right there. Right. Yeah. I think I pay a subscription for it now, but it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I don't have Snapchat, so like I I don't have that high quality. I just use you know photo uh, uh, shop and editing and all that stuff. The actual editing. Yes. <laughs> I don't use Snapchat, so. Uh. <laughs> I don't like technology. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've uh, grown to, you know, during quarantine, I've had to grow to actually, like, uh, you know, do all this stuff. Because I like the in-person interaction, but it's uh, hard to do that nowadays. Right. Yeah. No, most definitely. The world, the world has definitely changed. We've had to learn a lot here recently, just thanks to COVID. And this is pretty convenient, though. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Just send a link, and then here you are. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty, pretty I try to make it as easy as possible to you know to connect and do stuff like you guys. You know, you know, need an account and all that stuff because you know I try to make it easy uh, for everyone I interact with. But it definitely uh, it is a lot easier. I mean, you know, it'd be like a Zoom. Have you seen the Zoom commercial? I think it's for Snickers, where the guy forgets to put his pants on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that's been happening a lot lately in real life too. Yeah, I can see that. I guess I probably shouldn't stand up. Then, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a big reason I wanted to talk with you guys is very recently you guys released a new album entitled Rock Meets Paper. How was it writing and recording the new album? Um, it was definitely a, definitely a learning curve because um, uh, this album um, was actually uh, recorded all just by us here here in this this room actually um from the the recording of it all the way to the mixing and the mastering of it um so 
ho hopefully as we progress, um, things will just get better. But because um, actually, even since you've seen us, um, we've actually changed the way that the songs have been played. We've added some depth to the songs, added some new effects. And it's kind of weird. We, we listen back to the songs. It's like, oh, man, I wish we would have done this or. Why, why didn't I use a phaser pedal for this or whatnot? But once you get in front of a crowd too, you tend to change things up just for the live perspective. And then it's like, maybe that should stick. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's, um, yeah, I, we're, we're just very, we're very fluid. The, the songs seem to be like, uh, an organism of them. their of their, uh, I don't even know how to say it. They seem to take on their own life. Like, um, one day we're jamming, we think that they, they're they only like this, but then we just all of a sudden, maybe Bailey does a new drum fill, and then that sparks a new idea. So um, hopefully if, it, if you do see us again, we'll, we'll ha we have, I think... We'll be back at Brewstack. Yeah, yeah, we will be back there, but um, I think seven of the songs, I think we've uh, probably changed quite drastically. I mean, the format's still the same, but we've changed some effects or added some new fills or whatnot. So we might actually end up release releasing a remastered version here later this year. Um, better sound quality um, because now we've, we've updated some uh, new software and whatnot. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a learning curve trying to uh, record all this stuff. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh... Uh, especially doing everything yourself. I mean, it's definitely, it's different because uh, you obviously have to rely on yourself to do everything, but yeah, always finding new ways to improve yourself and improve your music. I mean, that should be uh, a main point for every band. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I would agree. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, honestly, like the, the version you put out the album right now, I think I honestly, I really like it. Uh, I think it's definitely, it, it's definitely different from like a lot of music I've listened to, obviously with the more, you know, very bass heavy because that is, uh, what you play, but uh, I, I really like it because it kind of, it, it's again different, has different effects to it, and you guys again, I, I said before, like you guys it, it definitely has an aggressive tone to it I really enjoy it. Oh, well thank you, I really appreciate that, that, that means a lot, uh, that really means a lot. Yeah, I gotta say, my, my favorite is the, the title track RPM, that is my favorite off the album. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That, that act, oddly enough, that was actually the very first song that, that we wrote together um i wrote that uh christmas of 2019 christmas day i was just home alone by myself and i wrote that song christmas day that that was our very first song so that's, that's really cool i just happened to you know uh gravitate towards that one that's that's cool though i mean that, that is awesome maybe yeah. maybe that's the heart behind the project right yeah yeah for sure. And uh, for, for anyone who hasn't listened to you guys, uh, what can they expect from Rock Meets Paper? Um, I would say just uh, fast, fun, energetic, like back to basics, rock and roll. Um, I, I like to refer to ourselves as um, sometimes as like modern motorhead, you know, just kind of like a, a driving rhythm, maybe... Sometimes maybe simple, but I mean, sometimes it doesn't feel like it because we're usually playing like 16th notes real fast, real fast paced kind of stuff. But 
yeah, I mean, we're we're just kind of we're trying to. Uh, it seems like a lot of rock music has um, transgressed to where it's maybe really overproduced. They have a lot of effects going on, a lot of overdubs, and uh, we're trying to push back from that. We we don't record anything that I can't that we can't do live. So the entire album is all been done in single tracks. We don't do any overdubs. Um, so backing or anything. yeah, we don't do any backing tracks. So that, that whole album was all done in a single take. Um, we, so, um, we, we just, we don't, we don't want to like set ourselves up for any kind of failure. So what you hear on the album, you're, you're going to hear that live or you're going to, or what we provide live is going to be the same or better. Um, we're trying to, I don't know, just be different from what you're hearing on the radio, I guess. And that's the whole idea. You guys definitely, you definitely are. And I think that's what really um, kind of separates you guys from other bands is that kind of, as you said, that rawness to your sound and that you're able to produce everything uh, for a live show. Because I, I know, you know, uh, as you said, with kind of the, how the rock bands are going with, you know, overdubs and uh, backing tracks that, they, they can produce that live, but it's not, uh, it's artificially live. Right. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It, it's really cool, but sometimes it just seems to, um, it, it definitely, there's a, there's just, there's just a really cool factor when you, like, I always really liked, you know, like Van Halen or Pantera, you know, when you just have like the rhythm section and the guitar, when you can just really, you, you hear um, you just hear the virtuosoness of everybody jamming and they're um, it things just don't seem artificial like that there, there isn't things just coming from nowhere that you, you're really just seeing um, people putting practice maybe not so much like um, effects yeah effects or keyboard warriors you know you're a lot better at this than I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool when you see like everything live. Like I, I like Alice Cooper because like he has you know he, he has everything is visual. So you can see everything that's going on from the music to his stage effects to everything. It's it's very visual. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So and, and even even with more of a stripped down rock and roll band, you can still like you can still see everything live and it still is a show. Obviously, you know, you know, not as theatrical, but still, it's cool to see uh, music being performed live in front of you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's something I really enjoy. It's just, I, I like seeing, you know, effort when you, you can tell that somebody spent hours in front of a metronome just practicing over and over and over. Uh, that, that's just something I can relate to. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely you put in the work, and it really it really shows. Like not only in the music, but also when you know when I saw you guys live, you guys you, again. As I said, you really you put in the work for each song. And Bailey, I gotta say, like it is awesome to see you working behind that drum set live, dude. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You definitely bang the skins. Yeah, you definitely go full tilt uh, behind that drum set. Oh yeah. I might black out one of these days, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same here. 
But for, for anyone that's seen you guys live, I know I have. I really enjoyed it. But what can they expect from a Drooper in July show? Hopefully as uh, driven as some raw rock can get. Uh, I mean, really, it's about as simple as it gets. Yeah. I mean, just two of us. Yeah, just big, thunderous bass tones. Um, as much sound as you can get out of, hopefully, two people. Right. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah, just big, big, crazy sounds. Now, now that I've uh, added, I've added some new uh, effects pedals and whatnot. It almost sounds like there's three or four people up there, or that's what I've been told. I don't know. I, you know, it's hard to see myself in the third person, but uh, um, yeah, just big, fast, thunderous tones is what we're hoping for. Um, yeah, definitely, if Drooper July is playing a show in your area, definitely check them out, talk with them, because uh, you guys, honestly, you're, you're some really cool dudes. I know, Tom, we talked uh, when I saw so at the Adam Baker show. Yes. Uh, that was earlier this month, and uh, it was really cool to actually see you again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that's awesome that you're willing to make that about a two-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, hour 45 with good traffic. Yeah. And a little bit of speeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't do it as often, uh, but because uh, obviously with gas prices right now, definitely, definitely going up. But yeah, uh, every time I, you know, to support local music, I will always, I, I can make the two-hour drive. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, it was funny how um, I actually uh, heard of you guys. Uh, I'm familiar with the promoter Alan Helms, but you, he was putting a show together. I think it was like in October last year. I think at the Eclectic Room. And he's like, mm -hmm. "Hey, you got Jupiter in July." I was like, man, I like the, you know, as I said, it has that gritty, raw feel to it. I was like, man, this is definitely different from what I've been listening to. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, Alan's a really great guy. Um, I, You know, I've only had the chance to talk to him a few times, but um, from just what I've seen and from talking to him, I mean, he, he's really putting in the effort to really give people like us, you know, the kickbacks, hourglass, because um, that—that's actually how I met Alan. Is that at an hourglass show? Um, but he—he's really putting in the effort to give people um, the opportunity to to be seen and heard, and really just out of nothing more than the kindness of his own heart and passion for music, and. Um, uh, I, I'm forever grateful for people um, like him and yourself that, that are um, putting uh, the time and effort into that because um, that, that's what makes a scene. And um, yeah, we, we need more people like that. And uh, definitely we, we owe everything to people like yourselves and Alan that, that are willing to do that. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate it, but I'm just, I, I, I like, uh, promoting great music and like, because as I've been told, and as I found like every band, every local, like every band starts out as a local band, and like that's and like some of the local music is at times better than some mainstream music. So it's like we need to you know promote this more and support these people because they're in our area, they're in our scene, they're in our state, and we got to support each other. Absolutely, absolutely, and it takes it takes a village to raise a baby, you know, like it take it takes a lot of people. To, to make uh, something grow. So, you know, that, that's, 
it's awesome what you're doing and it's all like there, there's tons of promoters out there and it just seems to be growing and it's just uh it, it's really cool to see all the people out and out in the scenes oh yeah for sure i'm glad i'm you know i'm part of it that people actually like send me music to review and listen to and give feedback and it's just i really appreciate that they uh, actually you know value and uh uh regard my opinion so like i i appreciate it and i'm willing to help any any really any band i've you know interviewed not only just you know local bands but international bands like i'm willing you know for any if anyone has good music i'll be there to support you heck yeah no that's awesome that's awesome so, so talk about the music scene obviously you know, i'm in south Bend. you guys are in fort wayne but what, what's kind of the music scene like in fort wayne because i've talked to a few bands like the kickbacks red queen project and uh others so like, what, what is kind of the music scene there um I, I think uh, the Fort Wayne music scene is really growing. Uh, I think it's super supportive. Um, it, it's been kind of interesting here in the, these COVID times, but um, I, I, I really, um, I'm really excited to see where it's, uh, where it's going. I mean, I just saw like uh, th this past week, I, w I was at Carl's, which had a good turnout. But the Muse, which had uh, the the Soda Show, which um, Chris from the Kickbacks is the the drummer for, that that show was packed, which was just awesome to see that there was such a turnout um, for people, and it just uh, it's really inspiring to see that we have all these people that are willing to show up and support all these musicians. Um, I I've had a few people come up to to us saying that they're really digging our sound. It's just um, the, the Fort Wayne music scene really seems to be really supportive. And the fact uh, we have Sweetwater right down the road, which is now I think might be the largest music distributor in the world. It um, is. So I think uh, Fort Wayne and the state of Indiana in general has a, a lot looking forward to. Um, as far as the music scene goes, uh, I think it, it's very promising. Yeah, I definitely, I, I agree with that. Just even just for like the stuff up in Indiana, I'm, I'm glad uh, we're uh, lucky that we had um, and not as like super strict restrictions. So there's still, obviously with modification, there's still shows going on to you know, obviously less capacity and you know stuff like that. But I'm glad we were still able to have at least some shows. Right, absolutely. So definitely, I think it's definitely growing. Uh, it's definitely, I think it leans kind of like the hard rock metal side, but there's definitely, I've seen punk bands, you know, uh, in the area, like, you know, the Kickbacks, so kind of has a more punk style to it, but also, um, and like some indie rock bands, definitely too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So definitely, I, I like being in Indiana. Uh, definitely, I think we got a great music scene. I think uh, there's definitely going to be a lot of great music coming up, uh, probably soon, I, I think. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, this summer's looking exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm definitely, I, there's already some shows lined up I'm super excited for. So I, I, I'm definitely looking forward to the summer. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but I got a fun question for you guys. What music have you been listening to this week? The Yip Yops. Um, probably some Atreyu. Um, Mallory Martinez. <laughs> I don't. What basically whatever shuffle gives me on my Spotify. <laughs> nice. I I haven't heard of any of those. I'm gonna have to check them out. 
dude, the Yip Yops are pretty tight. Like, I think, what were they, like 16 or 17 when they did the jam in the van in California? Something like that. They were real young. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Kind of punk, little indie punk band. Yeah, yeah kind of. Um, me personally, I've, I've been listening to a lot of Death from Above, uh, Cleopatric, um, yeah, Cleopatric, Eagles of Death Metal, um, The Misfits, um, yeah, just a lot of Rage Against Machine, you know, a lot, I listen to a lot of stuff, but th those have been on heavy rotation here this week. Yeah, I just started, uh, when I was working out a couple of days ago, I started listening to Rage Against the Machine again. I, I forget how, like, just intricate the guitar work is on the oh, Rage Against the Machine. Absolutely. I mean, Tom Morello is a genius. I mean, uh, there, there's no other way around it. Just, and the fact that, like, his pedal board is, like, only, like, five pedals, and he just makes all these crazy noises, is, and... Uh, I think I can't. I'm struggling for his name right now. But Tim, their bassist, just crazy bass player. I mean, probably top ten bassists of all time, in my opinion. I mean, they're just one of my favorite bands. Truly original. Um, yeah, be for like for bass players being super underrated as well, because not many people will, you know, they like he does solid work, but not many people think of him as like you know top ten uh, bass players. Right, yeah, he, he definitely gets overlooked, but uh, yeah, I, I think they're just, I mean, uh, their, their self-titled album it, and um, The Evil Empire, I think, are masterpieces to start at the beginning. Just my, my dad was a big Rage Against the Machine fan, so I'm pretty nostalgic to those albums. Yeah, I was listening to Sleep Now in the Fire and just that guitar work that he does, I, kind of midway through the through the song is just I don't know even know how you would even someone would even attempt to recreate that. Right. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine. That's why I play bass. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now definitely a true true genius, Tom Morello, and I, I really enjoy it. So it's kind of fun. We I started listening to them again as well. So uh, yeah, but definitely. You guys, hey, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys again. Hopefully, uh, in my area, maybe I'll have to try to Fort Wayne again. We'll see. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you guys again. But I do got one more thing before I let you guys go before I end this interview. Uh, what can we expect from Jupiter in July for the rest of this year? I know you're talking about remastering your album. Um. Well, we we've got a got a handful of shows coming up this year. Um, we'll be at Carl's June 12th. We got a Ruin Block block party at the ruin uh june 26 um we'll be um at the rockstar lounge july 31st for the the, the last beats the shy to bash yeah i can't three yeah it's the 31st <laughs> and then uh we'll be back at the smokestack brew august 21st for um was it rock the rescue yep um and then from then on, we'll, we'll be kind of, we're still to be determined, but we're in the process. We've got to actually probably have, I think, five to seven new singles that I'm trying to figure out the structure on and then remaster in the new album. So hopefully you'll be hearing some new music and maybe some of our old music and new iterations here coming up later this year. 
Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I will be at the Rock the Rescue event August 21st. I'm helping promote that show, and it's a killer lineup. That is a sweet lineup, and I can't wait to yeah. that happen. That's who was it? Crash Karma I saw was on there. Another awesome. I mean, they're they're kick ass two piece. Like I was really surprised when I was checking them out. Yeah, I, I'm super excited for that show. I'm real excited. I mean. I'm excited for every show, but that that's just because I love playing out. That's the best part, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crash Karma, another another great two piece, as you said. I had the opportunity to interview them black back in March, and uh, yeah, they're really awesome. They're a lot of fun to chat with. I'm looking forward to seeing them live for the first time, and I'm glad that actually they're you know coming you know to my area. It's pretty uh pretty exciting. Heck yeah, yeah. I'm excited to check them out. Yeah, for sure. They're definitely. I, I like their uh, the latest out morph. It is. It's really awesome. So if anyone wants to check out that, definitely do that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I planned to. on the looking them up and see if I can find any more material. I think they have an album, a, pre, a 2015 album before morph, and then uh, I think an EP. I think uh, I'm not too sure. They have a lot of singles they've been releasing for 2020 and 2021. Nice. nice. I saw they've had a some pretty. They had one really viral video of uh, the guitarist playing. Like he was skateboarding while playing guitar, and I actually saw that before I knew who they were. I was like, "No shit, I've seen this video before." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, you know, they're really awesome. They do all their uh, video work themselves too. It's always yeah. cool to come up with very creative. Yep. Yeah, awesome. So please check out stream support. Give a like to Jupiter in July. Check out the Rock newspaper album. See them live if they're in the area. They listed off some great dates. Check them out and talk to them, hang out with them. There's some cool dudes. Heck yeah. Well, thanks for having us, man. But we're not super cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have the hat to prove that I'm super cool. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. Hey, of course. I really enjoyed uh, your music, enjoyed chatting with you guys, and uh, I look forward to seeing you live again. Absolutely, man. Well, thank so you. For Tom and Bailey of Jupiter in July, I'm Matthew Thomas, Super Cool Radio. Thank you for watching.